But let's bring it back to the whole point of this conversation, which was buying a new home versus a second home. Because that's where the conversation started. I just want a second out. home. Okay, so you want a second home. Okay. Always I always want a second to... home. Want to be bi-coastal. I want to work on my projects when I'm working. I'll be here comfortable. When I'm not working, I will be at my second home luxuriating. Okay, great. I don't know why your energy is that way, but I want you to have a second home. Do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back once again. It's the After I Do podcast with uh, the Chocolate Girl Wonder, and I be I, nothing has changed. I'm still Royale Watkins, although I do have a haircut. I will say that uh, most people say that. Oh wait, something's different. Something is different. Debuting my new. <laughs> Kid Frost. I think I might change my name. No, that's a rapper's name, Kid Frost. Are I don't you serious? Do that. Oh, I'm just going to be Royale. But welcome to the show. Welcome. So, um, let's dig all the way into it because April uh, wants to discuss. First, she said, I'm going to keep it all the way uh, a buck with y'all. First, April said she wanted to move. That was the first thing she said she wanted to do. And had me feeling some kind of way because, I mean, what? I don't really want to move. I don't really want to move because, uh, well, why do you want to move? Let's start there. April wants to move. I don't want to move. So let's just start there. So let's start from the beginning. I never said move and pack up this house and sell this house or whatever. You did. I want to be bi-coastal. There is. I'm asking, see, now you're cheating because no. you said you wanted to move first. So I'm trying to find out. You switched it to bi-coastal. No, it's always been bi-coastal. I never said I wanted to leave here. I said it would be seasonal. I said I would work here. And my off time, I would go to the second house. So I think you're a little confused. And I can help you with that. Okay, so clear it up for me. Clear it up. Um, I want to have hey, so a Hit it with some Visine. I want to um, have a second home. Because I feel like this home, yes, we make great money in L.A. But the cost of living, the cost of maintaining this house, which isn't even, you know, it's not even considered a million dollar house. It's a lot of money. And I'm just at a place where I'm tired of working to just be okay. I want to work and know that I have a nice house, you know, all the things that I want. I want a kitchen. I want a pool. I want a lot of things. I never thought we would be in this house 20 years later. That's the thing. I thought this was the starter house. And the starter house just became the house because we were very involved in our kids' education and their livelihood. So What I does that mean when you say we were very involved? We spent a ton of a shit ton of money. That's what to I mean. We said we were very involved. I'm saying give them all the information oh, because I, that's what's I, pulling if away you from. Let me get to it. Go ahead. What I was gonna say involved putting ourselves on the back burner to make sure that they had the best education, the best of everything, and that comes with a price. And that price is paying for tuition, paying for school, I mean, school clothes, paying for trips that they need to take, paying for all of these things that don't include possibly getting a new house or a bigger home. Because I just wanted to stay in this house. I looked at it as a five-year home. And five years went really, really quick. Max 10. Didn't think we would be here more we than We purchased 10 years. this house and you and your mind said I'm this is going to be a 5-year house for us. Yeah. I don't I just 
for me, I just, here's the thing. We're married, but we're not the same in everything. Like our thoughts are different. Our aspirations are different. I never thought this would be a forever house. I didn't look at this as a forever house. There's some people that look at their house like, this is it. This is a forever house. It wasn't a forever house for me. It was a house to raise the kids. And I thought by now we would be on our second home, you know? And here's the thing. There have been at least five to six families on this block that have moved here after us that are gone on to their second and third homes. We're still here. We just Those never... Those people's families expanded. Their situations have changed. Upsize, um, downsize. No. But what what does that mean that you're using other families as a point of reference for what I just we are feel not like, doing? No, I just feel like at some point change is necessary and i think a lot of people this is a medium house block or neighborhood i think most people this will be their first home and then they do upgrade you know what i mean and i feel like this was our first house and we never upgraded we never got the things that i wanted like well, the okay. bigger kitchen the pool sure you know bigger yard okay so if we're having a real conversation we attempted to upgrade that didn't go the way we wanted it to go so then we had to fall back and fortunately enough we still had this house correct and so again it wasn't for lack of trying it's just that the effort we made wasn't met by the universe the timing on it was bad and so we found ourselves having to stay in this house beyond um, the time that we were looking to be able to move into a dream home, so to speak. Let's just call it a dream home. We purchased a dream home. Uh, the, the housing market crashed. We lost a dream home. So but then we had to fall thing. back to this and, right. and continue to maintain this while, again, making an effort to give our young sons, our sons, the best education we could afford, which came at a, a huge price. Right. They say these... Uh, Private schools, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year, times two. What they don't tell you is that there's an additional ten, twenty thousand dollars in expenses, whether it's books, trips, clothes, travel, all of that stuff. If they say thirty is really fifty thousand dollars, if they say thirty-five is really fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars. That's per kid times two times how many years? Ten, and now off into college, so another four. Right? Yeah. It's an expensive endeavor, and the sacrifice was made. Like, but here's the thing. I didn't realize when I had the kids, I was going to have to sacrifice as much as I did. It came very easily, but you are... I wouldn't call it easily, but... Like, there was no question we were going to do what we needed to do for the children. But in the, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's like, we don't get to do the things that... Why do they say hindsight is twenty twenty? Because if you would have known what you knew now, back then you... Hind... Is that behind the sight yes. from behind yes. or the sight from, we got to look that up. Right? Um, so now that we're here and yeah, the dream house didn't work out. But what I feel happened is this became a thank God we got this and let's keep it and let's everything. Whose voice up. is that? I'm just, nobody's voice is just, this is how I feel. It's somebody's it's, voice because you changed it. It's a feeling of, ooh, we better be glad that we have this and therefore this is it. Just because that dream didn't work out doesn't mean that you cannot con continue to dream and do something maybe a little different. Okay, maybe you went, we went too big. 
Maybe now it's time to still look for something because we can afford it. We can, here's the thing, Royale and I can afford whatever we want to do because we make enough money. What we do is spend all our money on our children because that is the right thing to do to, for us to get them to school or whatever. Um, whenever I even question that at this point, but go ahead. Whenever there's an emergency for the kids, it could be 10 grand. I promise you, in 10 minutes, Royale and I are on the phone paying the school 10 grand. So what I'm saying is, as fast as we can come up with that 10 grand to pay that tuition bill because it's due and we don't even know about it. And because we have it, my kitchen could have been redone for $10,000. So what I'm saying is there is no checks and balances. There's no to-do list. There's no. What do you mean when you say there's no checks and balances? There, there's nothing to say. How much have we saved for the kitchen this year? Zero. Well, how much have we have saved for possibly getting a pool zero how much we have paid for tuition zero tuition they need 20,000 right now 20,000 magically appear appears but if I say let's get the kitchen it's like we got to do this what about this and how about that and this and that and I'm like the same importance as paying their tuition should go into upgrading and making it what I you know what we need more comfortable a bigger kitchen it's not a functioning kitchen it just isn't. It's not we a need. functioning kitchen. That that kitchen is plenty functioning. No, it's not. We I make don't breakfast have, in there. You don't have what? I don't have enough storage in that. Can you kitchen. make food in there? Do you make dinner? Can you make breakfast? Can you make coffee? I can. Okay. Is a refrigerator in there working? Yes. Okay. Can you get ice? Half the time. No, no, no. You can get ice if you went there right now. Could you get a full cup? Yeah, of ice? only because no, I, I didn't. Ask. That's a yes, yes. no question, Miss <laughs> yes. Watkins. Yes. You know what? I'm gonna have to start calling you. I got. I just stumbled across. Something. I don't know no, why. Let you me get, finish. No, I stumbled across something. There is two people. There's Mrs. Watkins, who I'm married to and love, and there's Miss Watkins, who might be on the way out. So, Miss Watkins, I'm cross-examining you. Can you get ice? That doesn't matter. Don't listen to him. The kitchen. It's a functioning I'm kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. I can't get to half of the things that I need to because I have to physically get down on my knees. It's an old, What's wrong? out get of down date on your kitchen. Knees right now and then. I need a lazy Susan so I can see what's back there. You know, I don't, it just doesn't function. My mixer should be on my counter. My food processor should be on my counter at all times. Like I have to go reach and go get and figure out. I swear to God, you, I think between two things, uh, what other people have in infomercials. No, Stop. I don't blah, blah, blah. Care Let me what finish. other people have. I think you are. I'm, I'm one of those people who, and I think you alluded to this earlier. And it's not that I don't continue to dream, and it is not for lack of wanting the best for you. But I'm very grateful and will make use of what we do have um, while considering what's possible. And I think. You say this all the time. You grew up a certain way. Your grandparents gave you certain things. And so in your mind, like you have this thing where you should be able to have what you want right now. And in my mind, I don't come from that. And so I'm appreciative of what we do have in the moment while I and that's not I continue to dream. I want things right. I want nice things. But I'm also aware that. Those nice things come with a price tag. I have to go out here and, and do a certain amount of work. I have to be able to sell. Somebody has to cut me a check. And then I have to strategize. And maybe um, I will say that I'm at fault of not strategizing with you, right? But I am thinking about, like, 
what the future looks like, right? What we should be focused on together as a couple. What we should be focused on as parents to make sure Royce and Ross get all the way over the hump. Because I think that we've been doing this for so long. When you've been putting out money for so long to provide your children with the best that you can afford them, that it will wear you down. You'd be like, damn, 10 grand here, 13 grand here, 20 grand here. Oh my God, okay. Unexpected trips home. Yo, this person needs two tickets home. This person needs a moving service. This person's like, it's like, oh my God. Okay, and now water bill came in for two grand. It's like constantly, constantly going out. And you don't feel like, you feel like, well, after a while, what about me? And I think your what about me is informed by your past, right? Again, which has come with a bunch of luxuries because, again, you're an only child to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm one of 14 children. And my re- hold on, my reality is I look at it through the lens of a person who grew up on a pot of beans and, and, and biscuits. And so anything more than a pot of beans and biscuits is is gravy to me. I'm grateful to have it. And yes, when we start talking about this house, when we start talking about close to we're 2240 on paper, an additional 420, 600 square feet of living space. Everybody, I didn't grow up with my own room. I grew up in a small room that's half the size of the garage of our house with two sets of bunk beds. Like literally 150 to, I'm going to keep it a whole buck with y'all. That tough shed that we have is 96 square feet. The bedroom that I grew up in is probably 125 to 130 square feet. And it had two sets of bunk beds in there. And about one, two, there was probably about six of us in that one room splitting bunk beds. So, again, I don't come from, I'm grateful to have all of this space. Our own bedroom, our own bathroom. The kids have their own rooms. Like, this is a great neighborhood. Great neighborhood. Get up, walk to the... It is, listen, it's not Beverly Hills, but you can comfortably get up and yep. walk to the park and feel reasonably safe, mm-hmm. right? You have one, two, three, four different grocery stores within a five, ten minute drive, right? Can you walk to the best boulevard in the valley from where we are? No, right? But you can drive 15, 12, 15 minutes to get there and go do what you need to do. The fridge is plenty full. Um, you know, the backyard is safe if we need to get out there. If the kids want to get out and ride their bike, they could ride around the block, walk around the block, and feel like no issues whatsoever. This is completely comfortable here. Right. I agree. So, here's the what's thing. the problem? What's the problem, officer? <laughs> here's the problem. We're looking at life through two different lenses. You are happy with what you have, and I want more. So it's almost kind of like watching, guess who's coming to dinner? Like he told his dad, you are a, a Negro person and I am a man. You're a Negro man and I'm a man. So I you're, don't see that being a correlation at all. But I'm just ahead. saying because you're thinking of how you grew up and how thankful you are. Da, 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 da. Okay, that has nothing to do with how we're living now. Yes, you can be grateful that your house is somewhat bigger than what you grew in, but you should want more. And I feel like you're like, my room is this size and this room is this size. So I'm happy. I'm, I'm just good with that. No, no, you shouldn't just be great with that. Yes, we are thankful. I am not 
an ungrateful person. I'm blessed to have this house. What I'm saying is, it's time to do a little bit Debatable. more. It's time to do and a little bit And for the record, I said that I still aspire. I want more. Yeah. I want more. But you don't want within more. Within reason. No, right? here's your thing. You're not willing to work. And I'm not saying you don't work hard because you work hell of a hard. But you, in your mind, you're not going to work that hard for the next place. You want it to kind of descend. If a check comes or whatever, you're not personally going to say, every check I get in here, I'm taking 2000 is going to the new house. Every check I'm going to commission, I'm going to take that. That's not how you operate. It's like the only way it works for him is if this big windfall fall of money lands on him, then we can think about it. But he's not the type to let's penny pinch and let's save no. and let's get this no, no, house. No. We can we can sacrifice and, and well, let me say get this house. Let me go back for a second because, again, mm, my cross-examination skills are getting bad because, again, in the earlier premise, and I'm going to go back and watch this episode when we post it because there was a part of you that your argument suggested that um, basically was leaning towards selling this house and going to get another house because... I never said that. I'm not saying you said it, but your argument supported the idea that this house needed to be sold to go get the second house. You didn't overtly say it, but I'm just telling you, it's like... If, Maybe back in the day. No, I'm talking about as a part of this conversation. No. And I wish I could play, if we as a way we could play it back. When, when we watch this back, I'm going to point to the part where basically a part well, of even it, if oh, no, it sounded like saying. that, I'm telling you that's but, but not what it meant. Okay. I never said sell this house. But I know you didn't. But if you let me finish and stop cutting me off, the point that you were making suggested that budget-wise, right, we needed to, to sell this house to be in whatever the next house was because, right, we're not going to put the burden on us on ourselves of carrying two mortgages if we don't have the finances to do that correct right we wouldn't carry two mortgages if we would, couldn't financially afford to be in two houses we can afford to be in two houses that's the point what we're gonna have two houses we're gonna have this house with this mortgage we can afford to be in two houses right now yes okay that, that might be the end of the show you got to show me that yeah, I mean, just look, if you're looking at the numbers of the stuff that I'm sending you and looking at what the mortgage is, what this mortgage is, there's no reason why we can't do both. There's just no reason. So you're saying even with the responsibility of two young men in college, knowing what we're paying for Howard University and Hampton University. Well, as you said, there's going to be one. So by the time we get that but, but I'm talking about, I always deal with mm -mm. the now. This is what I'm talking about. It's I deal with the, the now. now. We're not getting the house now. The house is coming in two years. So two years from now, Royce will be finished. We'll only have Ross. By the grace of God, his tuition will be completely What does by the for. grace of God mean? That he's not Are going on Are we the grace of God? That he's not going on the business school or oh, okay. whatever. So you're saying after he graduates. So after he graduates, he should be on his own. Well, There's that's three no more. Years. That's no more. No, I'm talking about Royce. If Royce gets out or when he gets out and there's no other like. Oh, Royce will get out. Whatever um, business. I mean, excuse me. Um, uh, going on for his master's or anything like that. He well, should we ain't be responsible for that. Unless... Are you going to let me finish? Go ahead. Let me talk. 
Good Lord. He's like the hype man. Let me get my thoughts out. What I'm saying is in two to three years, we'll be in a great situation. Royce will be finished. Ross will be almost finished. Tuition for Ross maybe finished or maybe paid for in full but there's also a time where you have to cut loose i'm telling royale my grandparents had more money than they needed and they did not pay for my college so i also am okay with cutting the strings and letting them fit maybe the last two years on their own you want to finish finish i'm all for it get a loan and you pay for it i'm okay with that because what i'm not okay with is continuing to work like a slave and have nothing to show for it other than I paid for their college education. It's all paid for. Okay, that's dumb. Rich people don't even do that. They figure out, they have a, uh, trust funds, they make their kids, some, a lot of them make their kids, believe it or not, pay for their tuition on their own or they're wealthy enough to pay for it. I think uh, average uh, middle income, higher, you know, Middle to high income people should not be paying outright for their college kids. Even if you plan on paying for it, I think it's smarter to take the loan and then pay it back. If you know you have it, then absorb all your cash in the moment just so you can say, I paid for college. It's, it's a racket to me. And I've been on that racket train for a minute and I'm just tired of it. Let I'm me like, ask you something. It's time to let them fly. So how many people do you know and you've... I know there's got to be at least a few who are stressed out because they have the responsibility of these $100,000 loans hanging over their heads when they get out of school and they're trying to... I work. probably know about two or three. So you know, know more than... You know enough to know that there are people out there that oh, are stressed. And so if we can give our sons the gift of... <laughs> going into the workforce without the load of those loans and the stress that accompanied them and people bothering them about that day in and day out. Don't you think that that's a better situation for them? Yeah. What I'm saying is if we pay two and they pay two, there's nothing wrong with that. I paid mine. When I got out of school, I had the debt collectors calling me. It's a part of life. Okay. So I mean, I think I can't cushion them from the world. It's reality. What's real? What does that mean? Reality like, if you is, really want to go to school, reality and mom is what we and decide dad cannot pay for it. No. If you want to further it, then you're on your own. But that's reality. We're, again, you, this is a conversation that we didn't have in advance to say specifically. This is how we're going to approach their education. So now we're figuring it out on the mm -hmm. fly. And to my way of thinking, I would like to have them graduate from college with zero debt. Now we're starting the course correct midway because you don't see it that way, correct? Right. Because in any situation, you can revise the plan, update the plan. You know, you have to do some changes. So what I'm suggesting is that Royce will be out. Royce will almost be clear and free. Ross I think there's some conversations that have to be made on his tuition. By the way, Royce is a junior. Ross is a freshman now going into Royce's going matter say a junior. He's a senior technically. So Royce just completed his junior year yep. and is now going into his senior year in the fall at Howard University. Ross just completed his freshman year and is going into his sophomore year 
at Hampton University. Right. So for clarity, if you're just listening or watching this podcast, we have two young men at two different HBCUs at the same damn time. Now, the other thing that I will say is that I have to believe you have to reward hard work. Both of them are carrying either close to, I think Royce is 292294, something like that GPA. Got like three A's and three B's or four A's and two B's. He got four A's and two B's this last marking period. Ross got A's, B's, and one C this marking period. But Ross generally carries a very high 3-2 GPA. He was uh, a 3-6 just um, February. around Around there. So, again... Both of them are doing incredibly well in their studies, mm-hmm. um, and because of that, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I would like to give them the gift of zero debt when they walk across that stage. We're not because saying we're not, but what I'm saying is that some other things need to be factored in that are that is just as important, because my mental state and my incentives for doing good for them has to also include some good for me. I don't think you give up 100% of yourself and have nothing to show for it because you've given everything to your kids. So here's my question. Can you sacrifice two or three more years of not giving to yourself? I understand what you're saying because, again, I can use my truck as an example of this, right? I have a 2005 Suburban. As bad as I, you know, would like a new car, I continue to sacrifice and not buy a new car because again I want to have money available for their education and for the bills that come up here at the house so as much as I can see myself in something new I go nope get your ass in that car but I think you know what to be honest if we're being honest I think psychologically you like to hold that like you're doing such a big thing because the no amount- that's not no I could if you if we got money I'll go dump but that see, truck the, tomorrow here's the thing you keep saying that like we have no money as much as you go out to eat, we treat ourselves to a bunch of stuff that we don't really need. That's a frivolous $1,000 a month. Frivolous. No, but, but again, our spending, the way we spend money, especially on big ticket items, is that, you know, I don't believe in payments for things. I don't think if I don't have $50,000, that means I don't have enough to go buy that truck. I think putting ourselves on the hook. For For $250 a month, I don't see our mentality is just different because if I did not get the car that I have, I wouldn't be able to go to work and do the things that I'm doing if I had that mentality because the car right now, we're down the one car and it's the one car that has a little car payment. Give the the explanation for why my truck is in the shop. Again. Okay. So this is what I'm saying. We've been bandaging up. But wait, you say again, like. You've right, had your transmission rebuilt. You've had your brakes milled. If you sat and it looked at... It is a 15-year-old car. That's those, what I'm those saying. Those things happen. They go into the shop. Exactly. And you spent over probably ten to $15,000 trying to maintain an old truck when you could have taken that ten to $15,000 and bought a really good used truck. Where you can have the amenities that you are, are you, looking okay, for. Okay, listen. First of all, better air. Your windows are working. If if I've spent ten thousand dollars over the course of fifteen years to make and that's pain, low. I, I I don't think that number is okay. Right. Let's say fifteen thousand. I'll make it fifteen thousand. Maintaining this car over the last fifteen years, a thousand dollars a year. 
to maintain a car that is 15 years old so that I don't have to go out and buy a brand new car, right? But to me, why, that's not unreasonable. What's wrong with buying a new car? Like, you make it seem like... Because I don't want to have the responsibility <laughs> of payments. When the way I make money in this business is when I get in a check for something, right? If I sell a product, sell a movie, TV show, whatever, and I get a, a deposit check that's su substantial, then I go buy me something new. It's, it's mine. I don't owe anybody for it. It's paid off. And I don't have to worry about if anything slows down, right, whether I can continue to service that debt. And have negative impact on my credit and all of these things that people don't consider when they well, sign their name, name on for a big ticket item. I would never buy. I mean, I would have to be a multimillionaire to buy another car outright because you can drive off that lot and somebody total it. I'm not giving up insurance, $50,000 or whatever the case may be. Insurance. Yeah, but that still doesn't make sense to pay $50,000 on a car when you don't know what's going to come up. If you got mil a million dollars, yeah, if, if you got a million dollars, $50,000 for a car ain't going to be nothing to pay for it outright. Well, we don't have, this is my thing. You so, just said even if, you said if I you said have. millions. You're talking about $1 million. I'm not buying a car outright with $1 million. I'm just not. It would have to be multi-million. I said multi you did say multi. So if it's multi, okay. Multi, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. You're a about millionaire right now in the bank right now. You want that Tesla. You're not going to go buy that Tesla outright? If I only had one million, no. If I had two to three, possibly. Possibly. I'm just not going to do that anymore. I, I think BS. it's a waste of time. I call BS. Well, you could call whatever you want. I'm telling you, I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'd rather make the payment and keep the money in the bank and let me earn my interest than to give them the whole $50,000 just to say I paid it off. Like, I just don't think like that. Maybe I used to, you know, I think you've gotten me in this pattern. Let's just pay for a cash. Let's just pay for a cash. I get that. But because there's so many things that come up in our life, I never want to exhaust all our cash. I'm okay. just not doing that anymore. Not saying I never used to do it. And if I run into some millions down the line, maybe I'll do it then. But right now, I, I just don't. For me, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, if I had multi-millions, we wouldn't be having these conversations right here. I'm just saying we're not at the point with hundreds of thousands of dollars that I would want to do that. Okay, so... That's fine. If I had a million dollars, I would go buy me a new truck right now and tell my guy, keep that old one or run it into a wall. Um, but I hear what you're saying. Um, but I'm just one of those people that believes that I will ride something until the wheels fall off uh, and get my full value out of it while holding on to the cash that I have until I feel like I can afford until I'm com everything is about what you're comfortable doing. Right. But I just you just bring that one up so much. And I'm like over 15 years, you know, you could have had a new car. You chose not to get a new car because there were plenty of times where we had a whole lot of money. And if you wanted a new car, you could have. We had the Mercedes. I had my Range Rover. We started with the Range Rover. I didn't have the Suburban when we had either one of those cars. You did. You we didn't, had the, the Range Rover. Is, I, I didn't have a Suburban when we had a Range Rover. I did not have the Suburban when we had the Mercedes. So how does that even square up with you that You did. Argument? We didn't get the... Um... I had the Tahoe back then. Oh, we had a Tahoe. Okay. Yeah. You did. But the point is, if you wanted a new car, you could have had a new car. You just didn't want a new car.
Um, right, because I'm going to make a sacrifice so that all of the cash that I can have on hand, I have it so that we can keep paying for this education and I can save for anything else that might come up. Okay. But let's bring it back to the whole point of this conversation, which was <laughs> buying a new home versus a second home. Because that's where the conversation started. I just want a second out. home. Okay, so you want a second home. Okay. Always I, want I want a second you to home. Want to be bi-coastal. I want to work on my projects when I'm working. I'll be here comfortable. When I'm not working, I will be at my second home luxuriating. Okay, great. I don't know why your energy is that way, but I want you to have a second home. So what I will say is this. We're going to wrap this up, and we're going to have a conversation. I, I just think that anything is is achievable if the two of you are working on it together how do we have babies i got we gotta get i can't get you can't get pregnant by yourself we have to do that together right it takes mm -hmm. the both of us sweating working mostly mostly me but you get the point is it's a group effort mm -hmm. the team effort so we're going to sit down and have a conversation because some people push back. You don't need no second home. That's not what I'm saying. I want you to have everything that you desire in life. If I can give it to you, if I can help you build it. So let's have a conversation about how we get there, not whether you need to have it or not. But how do we make this possible? How do we build towards a situation where you realize, oh, you know what? We worked hard for it. We talked about it. We figured it out. And now I'm sitting here in my second home drinking lemonade. Why are you doing that? I said, let's work on it. Oh, Jesus. So now you don't want the second home. Oh, I'm going to get the second home. But you don't need me to help you? I mean, if you come along, you come along. Okay. I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. It's going to happen. You, I would think you would say, you know what, babe? I love your attitude about it. Yes. Let's cut this off now and sit down and put it on paper and strategize. Let's strategize. You are such a jerk. Okay, Miss Watkins. <laughs> I'm a jerk. Um. All right. Oof. Lord Jesus. Second home, y'all tell us what city because that's the other thing. April is thinking New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, North Delaware, Carolina. North Carolina. Those are your choices? Thus far. Thus Do far. not tell me Atlanta. I hear cheap, property is cheap in Afghanistan. So whatever it is, y'all leave it in the comments section. Tell us if there's a city where you live. If you feel like, oh, no, come to my city. It's beautiful here. The taxes are low or there's no taxes. And, and we will open up to give you the key to the city when you get here. Um, whatever it is, leave it in the comments section. Uh, and make sure you subscribe if you're not subscribed. Make sure you like. Make sure you leave a comment and tell your friend. Tell a friend about after I do the podcast. That's all I got for today. Anything for you? Nope. All right. Say goodnight, Miss Watkins. Bye. <laughs>